What's up, Dunwoody? Glad you're back with us for part two of What's Up, Dunwoody? Meets Selling Sandy Springs with Matt LaMarche. Matt is my doppelganger. He runs a poor man's version of What's Up, Dunwoody? <laughs> no, burn. Um, now, his show is actually really good, and we're going to be continuously poaching his guests. On this episode, we discuss branding using video and Instagram stories and becoming the digital mayor of your community through social media. In fact, this could be the very first episode of the Digital Mayor Podcast. Special shout out to our favorite mentors, Dustin Brome, Neil Mathwig, and the beautiful Chelsea Pites. This is some industry syndicate stuff right here. You know who else is doing marketing the right way? Village Orthodontics. Brett and his JDR Marketing Group have teamed up with us to collaborate, which uh, may or may not have been the best idea on their part, but we'll see what we can do together. And as a marketer, I guess this is the point where I plug myself. Uh, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a real estate agent specializing in the Dunwoody Sandy Springs area. My brother-in-law, Justin Dyke, is my co-host. Justin is creator of PoolDues.com. It's a back-end billing software that is quickly taking over the neighborhood pools around Dunwoody. You can find all of our information at What'sUpDunwoody.com. Here's part two of our conversation with Matt LaMarche. To see the video version, search Selling Sandy Springs on Facebook. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Real nice. So did you see uh, Chambly Plaza's getting a, a facelift? Mm-hmm. They're getting a, you know, Chambly Plaza, mm-hmm. right? From growing up, um, they're adding what is it? TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. I saw it today. Home goods. Five below. Five below. Some sort of Korean barbecue Ooh, place. That one. Five. Well, Five Below is huge know, with the kids. Love five Below. You ever take your kids to Five Below? <laughs> Dude, the place sucks. Yeah, that's the only store they want to go to. No, I, know, I don't know right? why. I don't know why. Well, it's their. I think it's their Toys R Us because, and, and they know that they're probably going to walk away with two or three. Yeah, they're allowed to get what they want. Oh, that's why. They're yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Or, hadn't thought about that. That's a good point. Well, that's the only store they want to go to. Right, kids. But and when you think about it, there really is no Toys R Us now. So that's mm-hmm. it for them. Um, speaking of Sandy Springs, somebody brought. Okay, so we were talking about the scooter, you know, the scooters mm-hmm. in Atlanta. They were talking about bringing scooters to Dunwoody or, or how we were going to handle the whole scooter phenomenon. And the mayor was saying that he's going to try to team up with your mayor and they're going to come up with like a regional plan for mm-hmm. it. He did just get up in the middle of the podcast. It's not going to work well on video. Yeah, but... pop that collar before you come back. Oh, no, just change First shirts. Come back change shirts yeah. altogether, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I guess there's a lot of things that Sandy Springs and Dunwoody kind of work together for. Yeah. Just yeah, well, and it seems like as far as I can tell, and again, I've only been here now for, what, seven years, but there's always been a really good working relationship between the two cities because mm-hmm. I think they understand that there are a lot of challenges that we can face individually and then there's a lot that we can probably face better together and and I've heard a lot of you know and read a lot of articles about different projects and different incentives that the two of us have kind of put in place to benefit each other and um, you know we've basically been kind of fighting the same fight for call it you know 30 or 40 years Eva back with Sandy Springs started fighting for you know cityhood. 40 years ago, and it just happened 13 years ago. So that's a long fight to fight to only be 13 years old at this point. Mm-hmm. But you have to have you have to have cooperation with your next closest neighbors because if you don't, whatever we build out in Sandy Springs is going to affect Dunwoody and vice versa. Just like Roswell, just like East Cobb, just like Shambly and Brookhaven, and just like Buckhead. So you know, whatever we do here, we do have to be thoughtful about our neighbors, but also what can they do to help benefit us? I mean, it needs to be a, a mutual relationship. And the independent school system thing, I mean, that's something that 
we're really going to team up with Sandy Springs. Yeah, they're actually so one of our city council, uh, our city councilwoman for District Four in my uh, district is Jody Reichel. She's actually one of my neighbors, and she put together um, a group to do an initial study on just Sandy Springs at the time. Uh, yeah. And I know Dunwoody had looked at it at one point, and you know, just the feasibility study is like twenty grand, yeah. you know, but. When you have 108,000 people in Sandy Springs, and I don't know how many in Dunwoody currently, but... 90? So call it 200,000 people. You know, if we all pitched 100 bucks, that thing would go a long, long way, uh, not just for the feasibility study, but also to actually put something in place or put a timeline together. Um, That that issue's more about getting the rest of the state. Yeah, the rest of the state's not going to play along with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the biggest challenge we have ahead of that whole problem. Mm -hmm. But... um, but you know, as long it's your as people Fulton are county interested. school system, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and and if if things continue the way that they have, someone's going to win. Either things are going to actually get better, or they're going to continue to decline to a point where we don't accept it anymore, and change mm-hmm. actually does occur, because that's how change happens. Yeah, and until then, you're going to be paying for private school, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean, when you make it the new normal, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like driving. That's why you're in real estate now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> got to sell some homes. <laughs> you can, money can only go so far. That's exactly. <laughs> got to go. Got to go to LamarsLandscaping.com. <laughs> that's right. No, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like driving a Honda Civic. Yes, it will get you from point A to point B, but. In a Porsche, it's a lot more fun. Yeah, what year is that Porsche out front? 86. 86? <laughs> yeah. What's the, the Lamarche Racing? Is that what that is on the side? No, not yet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's coming. That's coming? That's one of the... That's you're the like me, thing. severe ADD, yeah. just starting businesses <laughs> over and over. Because no. a racing business makes a ton of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at any of them over the last... <laughs> Just no. racing guys for pink slips, right? Yeah. yeah. No, that car is actually, there's a huge story behind it, so I'll spare you the details. But it's basically, beautiful. thank you very much. Um, as a kid, I had a picture of a, a big poster on my wall of a 911, a red 911, and I never actually intended on buying Pull Me Over Red because that's exactly what it does. Um, but uh, as a kid, I had that poster on my wall growing up, and I was like, that's it. Like, that's the dream car. And I was always a car guy, kind of. You know, my dad worked in the auto industry and would commute to Detroit every uh, every Monday and then fly back on Friday night. So uh, I always just loved being around cars, went to all the car shows, and we, me and my brother would drive to dealerships as soon as I could get my license and drive, and we'd just go look at new cars. And that was like our thing, you know. Most kids were playing video games or whatever, but that was our that was kind of like our shared bond, if you will. But um, yeah, like four years ago, I bought that car, and I actually what year is it? 86. 86. So, actually, so it was the car that you had in your wall pretty much. 86. Pretty close. I mean, yeah, that one was a slant nose, which is just a little bit different look. But the one that I have is is as close as I could probably afford. Have you ever taken it to uh, Caffeine Octane? Yeah. Yeah, I was there um, three weeks ago, actually. Yeah. yeah. We've never been there, either one of us. <laughs> you should go. It's a good time. <laughs> We've heard even, it. so sad. Even if you're not a car guy, it's still fun. Yeah. Like, especially with kids, they yeah. love it because yeah. there's fire trucks it. and dump trucks. And also, I mean, there's a plane car that goes there. Actually, Bruce is, is coming on selling, selling Sandy Springs soon. But since it's in Dunwoody, you guys should absolutely talk to him. He's a really cool guy. And a lot of people don't know that story either, that 12, 15 almost 20 years ago, that thing started out as like over in East Cobb, the the, the avenues at East Cobb. Um, there were like 10 guys that got together every Sunday morning. And they would literally just 
grab a cup of coffee and walk out and talk cars. And then it went from 10 to 20 to 50 to 100. And then it moved up to Windward Parkway up in Alpharetta and um, just went to a whole new level. There was like 3,000 cars up there. And then a couple years ago, um, they moved it down to Perimeter Mall, and then it just went even more bizarre. And he started doing advertising and having vendors there. And it's just a really cool story. But it's the biggest one now. The biggest reoccurring monthly uh, car show in the country, actually in the world. No kidding. Yeah. And it's right here. Hmm. Like a lot of people don't know. We've never talked to him. Yeah. Well, we're gone. I'll, I'll put you in touch. Yeah. He's a good guy. Out. He's a good guy. It's funny because, I mean, you'll, you'll see that people. Video might be a little bit more difficult, but anybody will be on a podcast. Yeah. Like nine out of ten of the people that I have. They don't care what they sound like so much as what they look like. Yeah, and it's it's relaxing. Like I, I kind of forgot about your video actually yeah. I'm thinking about it. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's easy to talk. It is. You just don't even think about it. So yeah. At least you haven't done that Garth thing where you <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the intro. Yeah. The big eyes. <laughs> <laughs> No, pop that collar and we'll get back to soccer. We're here with Matt LaMarche <laughs> from LaMarche Landscaping. Well, I want to talk marketing with you. We might as yeah. well just keep filming it. Um, so sure. what's with you? You're a big Gary Vee guy. You're talking about splitting up the video and yeah. putting it out like that. And yeah, I think uh, what he's done is really interesting. And, and you know, his, his popularity has grown by leaps and bounds over the last couple of years with video, with audio. I mean, you know, he now has a full team just just taping him, just recording every word he says. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when, so both of my grandparents, both of my grandfathers passed away pretty, I mean, within the last three or four years, both of them. And that really actually kind of got me thinking about the whole legacy thing. And Gary was kind of on a legacy thing at that time. And that's his big kind of, you know, overarching theme. And, um, you know, I really started to think about, man, it would be cool if I could go back and watch or listen to my grandfather talk about his first business or talk about his young family and, you know, what what he was going through at that time, you know, and for it to be real and authentic, but also just to hear, you know, especially in audio would be really cool. Yeah, I, I've thought about that a lot lately. I think about getting our parents on. Maybe post it, maybe not. You don't know what's going to pop, though. You know what I mean? And and it would also, I think, give your listeners a different perspective on you guys, you know, mm. um, which I think is huge because I started doing Instagram stories every day. I was doing Snapchat stories for a long time. And, you know, a lot of my like high school and college buddies and friends were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like documenting <laughs> like, and I'm saving all these videos and then I'm putting them on YouTube and I'm, you know, I think it would just be cool if my kids had something to point back to and and show my grandkids and their kids. And I, I just think that's a cool thing. And now we've got it so easy that this is easily producible. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be super fancy. And, you know, Johnny LaMarche the third is going to be watching this in 3019 or whatever. And on his eyeball, eyeball, on his eye, camera, on his eyeball <laughs> camera. <laughs> and his TV uh, built into his head. <laughs> and I think that'll be cool. I think that'll be interesting. Um, and hopefully he'll, he or she, whoever it is, at that point will go, hmm, that's what I got from great grandpa or whatever, you know? You got, you got to kind of bet on the, um, the right social media platform to archive platform, this stuff. Right. I mean, like, cause let's hope Facebook is around in 100 years. Yeah. Or let's hope YouTube is, and probably they will be. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, you're going to have to really deal with some <laughs> downloading and re-uploading. Yeah, but Snapchat, you don't care that Snapchat went under, or uh, for all intents <laughs> went under because that, did they go under? <laughs> you're comfortable enough, like talking on camera. Yeah. Now. Like I'm terrified of that thing, and luckily I keep forgetting about it. But <laughs> like that's that's something that I would like to start doing. Hold on, I gotta sell not, all my Snap uh, stock. <laughs> I'm not quite as deep as you, right. where you're like, I want my kids to see it. I want people to know me so that I can do business with other people, yeah, you know, well, and, that's, and that's what the reason we were doing the podcast was 100%. to meet more people 100%. and it's turned into us learning about the community and yeah. trying to be, you know, positive. I'm just a positive person yeah. in general. And yeah. so we portray that positivity. Right. I don't know what the hell you're doing here. What are you doing? Here? I don't know what I'm doing either. No, yeah. nothing to gain from this. It's just, <laughs> I entered a contest and lost. He's <laughs> just along for the ride. Popping no, his collar right. back you're and right, forth. Though. I mean, and that's the thing. Everything I do, whether it's a video on Instagram or uh, a YouTube video, whatever, to me, there's always a couple strategies or a couple things that are behind it. And you're exactly right. I mean, look, if you don't think that I didn't come here to re- record a podcast with you guys, because there are similarities, but at the same time, when someone thinks of Sandy Springs, I want them to think of Matt LaMarche. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to think of City Springs or Movies by Moonlight or any of the events or things that go on. I want them to think of me first because I'm going to connect them to those things. Right. But at the same time, deep, deep down, I know that my great-grandkids are going to watch this someday, yeah. you know, or, and or listen to this. I mean, it seems like you're a connected person anyway. I was not connected. Yeah. I knew nobody in the whole city. Justin, I mean, knew his, your, you knew your neighborhood pretty well. You knew yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And now people reach out to us to get them in touch with other, you know, the CBB or something. And, and that's what cool. you want. And it happened fast. That's what you I mean, want. we haven't even been doing this a year. And, that's what's crazy, though, and right? And at the beginning, we didn't try. We have a lot of politicians and judges in our back pocket. That's what people know <laughs> when they... <laughs> I need a horse. That's what I need. So when I got pulled over, I'd be like, when, oh, when somebody, I just interviewed the chief of police last yeah, week. Yeah, right. We're doing a ride along in a few weeks. <laughs> when someone wants to start selling heroin in our community, they have to come through us. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's what we want. Got it. Well, you always take it like a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> He's that guy. Yes. Got it. Got it. No, I'm, again, I think you're right. I think when you become the connector, when you become the plug to... Um, services and other businesses and individuals that people want to be in touch with, I think there is a lot of responsibility that comes along with that power. There really is. And and for me, I like being the guy that connects you with someone else. So I'm hoping that even if it's just a networking event or, or you know shooting a video or doing a podcast, that someone reaches out to me and says, hey, I live in Sandy Springs or we've been thinking about moving to Sandy Springs. Who do you know that can do this? Even if they never, ever buy a house from me, I want to be that guy. Yeah. I told the mayor during our interview, it didn't make the tape, but I want to be the digital mayor. My wife would never, ever allow me to be the actual mayor, so I want to be the digital mayor of Sandy Springs. Well, yeah, I mean, if it if it takes 10 minutes for me to write an email to recommend these two people get together, I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. you know, without even thinking about it. It's like, oh, all right, this guy needs this, this person needs this. You know, yeah, you've run into a lot of that with the pools. Tons. I mean, I mean everybody. I, I wrote one today to Katie over at the convention bureau, you know, yeah. it's like, so... Yeah, well, and you're right. It is. Where am I from? Is that onion juice? <laughs> no, I don't. Do you think listen to so. onion juice? No. I'm registering it right now digitally. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. I'll buy it. We should listen to that one. This guy, okay. Neil Mathwig, is kind of a Gary V type of guy. Okay. I've, I've heard Gary talk a little bit about it. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was kind of formulating my strategy behind my real estate business, it was like, you know, what's a great way to meet a lot of people in a short amount of time and let them know about your business? A podcast, a video series. Um, you know, blog, you could certainly blog about it 
What I liked about video is that, and what I had done over the last two or three years was document every day of my life, working life, and shown people. I mean, if you go to YouTube and type in Matt LaMarche, you'll see 200 and something videos. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Talking about lawn care and landscaping till no end. In the shower. If you... (laughs) (laughs) No. Absolutely Just wash it off the day. Hey, uh, (laughs) YouTube viewers. Absolutely not. No. Um, and it's all the same demographic of people that are watching those videos, too. <laughs> Other guys. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you, can, if you can go there and see the videos, you see, I mean, you learn so much more about turf. I know a lot about <laughs> landscaping. I know a lot about trees. I don't know. 200 videos about turf. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is, is grass. Somebody's watching those videos, though. Yeah, Matt, you've covered this topic, man. <laughs> 100 times. Yeah. But that's the crazy thing, is that I could do it 100 more times, and it would still never be enough. And you could be saying the exact same thing as some other idiot out there, and they like you more than that guy. And, 100%. You know. 100%. So my idea with the, the Snapchat stuff and, and building that video kind of audience was, okay, I've now got a lot of other landscapers and lawn care guys and guys that build ponds and even homeowners in my area that are now using me because of it. And mm. so I actually used it to transact business. Yeah. And so when I would use a geo filter on there for Brookhaven or for Shambly or for Dunwoody or whatever, someone would be watching my story up in Woodstock and they go, oh, I got a buddy that lives down in Dunwoody. You should, here, I'll connect you. Explain that geo filter. I don't think, I don't even think I know that term. Yeah, on Snapchat, you could swipe okay. through a Instagram couple of Instagram has it too. Yeah, you can just tag the location that you're in or whatever. And anyone in that, in that story can see that location. Um, it's like hashtag Dunwoody. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, um, but with an actual yeah. location. Yeah, and what's great about Instagram versus Snapchat in that regard is that with with um, Snapchat, you just swiped through, you found it, and then it was just on the video. With Instagram, you, you've got that same thing, but now you're getting a you're getting distribution to everyone that watches that story. So if you go follow the hashtag Sandy Springs or hashtag Dunwoody, then you're going to start to see everyone that's used that same hashtag. And then you can go follow them or you can go like some of their content or engage with them, whatever. But that's the major difference between Instagram and Snapchat. And so you know, one quick story was that I had Brookhaven on there. We were doing doing like a little landscape job in there and uh, laying some, some like rock steps down. And a girl that I went to high school with watched my stories. I was like, I have a friend that lives in Brookhaven. So she went down, sent it to her. I went down and did an estimate for him. And we picked up a $500 job just from that one view, just from that one person. Now, obviously, the, the thousand or so people that were watching my Snapchat story didn't all 1,000 of them send me a customer, but at the same time, one did. Right. One's have all that you, matters. Uh, have you noticed how many real estate agents are watching Selling Sandy Springs? Or like reached out to you, friend requests and stuff like that? Um, I bet there's a lot. Yeah. We have a lot of real estate agents that listen to this show. Yeah. I think it's a little odd, but, you know. Well, I mean. But I th- it's also a connection. Like one of them sent me a house this morning that's sure. not on the market yet, but mm. knew that I had, you know, Dan. Um looking for a house in that area. Yeah. So she sent me a house that was off market. Yeah, I mean... Gina Bodell. So oh, Gina. Plug. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see other agents as competitors, really. Yeah. I don't because... You can't. You can't, right? There's there's a pie out there, but then there's another pie somewhere else. Mm. And, and for me, I mean, that was one of my hesitations initially when I got into business was, you know, in, our, in my office, there's 500 agents. That's a lot of competition. But then when you start to talk to each one of them, you're like, oh, that one works over in Douglasville. This one's over in Conyers. This one's down near the airport. And it's like, so I don't really have as much competition as I thought. 
But in Sandy Springs, in Dunwoody, in Brookhaven, in Buckhead, there's a lot of competition, right? But at the same time, I don't see other agents as competition. I see them actually as an asset because they know people that I don't know. They know about houses that I don't know about. And that could also help me. (laughs) Well, and there's always two two people benefiting anytime a house sales, right? Yeah. Or, or real estate agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not, don't worry about the owners. I mean, they're not, they don't get anything out of it. <laughs> I'm not here to steal customers either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a, there's a way for me to get paid on referrals just like there is every other agent. Yeah. Um, Ooh, referrals, eh? Yeah. And there's the EXP too. Where yeah. I've thought about that. Ah, the EXP. Oh, from Keller Williams <laughs> listening to this. But <laughs> I mean, when you have, I don't, think we're influencers by any you are stretch no, but you are. i'm giving you credit you are we're small dunwoody influencers you're right? micro influence and if we can get that's a thing now. you know if i could bring other people onto the team Uh-oh. that would be great too how rude Who's <laughs> that? is that mine that's yours oh leave this in we're gonna have to wrap this up pretty quick it's yeah this is like an hour we got yeah. somebody coming in 10 minutes well we have another person that mm-hmm. oh okay all right we need, we'll introduce you that's why i like doing the back-to-back shows because yeah. people come in yeah. and they're uh producers actually they awesome. kind of do party oh that's right yeah party production that. that kind of stuff so Earth. they could probably help you with this kind of stuff yeah. put on my persona social director bob the caller <laughs> hey 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 so, all right well to wrap it up is there anything yeah, no, we'd love for you to have... Tell us. them how to find Sandy Springs. Yeah, absolutely. Sandy Springs. So um, Facebook and Instagram, at Selling, Spring, Selling Sandy Springs. should probably get that right. Facebook and Instagram, at Selling Sandy Springs. Um, it's a lot of alliteration there. It is. It is. I didn't really think that through. S3. Yeah, how about Ooh, that? I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, so selling no. Sandy Springs. Well, no, there's not a there's not a more recognizable S3 out there. Yeah, that's an there's Amazon not. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so on Facebook, and then, uh, you know, my website's mattlamarche.com. All the videos are there. They're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. Um, We'd love to uh, collaborate some more with you guys. And And if you got a weed on your lawn, contact uh, Lamarche Landscaping. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Oh, and you're putting your stuff out. What's up, Dunwoody.com. <laughs> oh, that's right. Or now accepting sponsors. Go to pooldues.com if uh, your neighborhood uh, association is, everyone is sick of just dealing with checks or whatever it is. Do not know. go to pooldudes.com. Don't go to dudes that pool dudes. Got. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. Awesome, man. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thanks.